Hi everyone, welcome to the Kingdom Outpost podcast. This is Kingdom Outpost 611 coming to you from a very special location. Today. <laughs> you like it? It's different. I made a scene. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Not, not in the bad way. Yeah, no, no, you know. Where you make a scene. I made a scene. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my way. <laughs> No, I literally made a scene in our bedroom. It's quite cozy. So we're <laughs> we're about to record, and she was like, "Do you want to bring the other chair in? Do you want to bring that the armchair?" The armchair, and I was like, "Why?" I don't know, cause I'd be give you a little pick me up. <laughs> and I was like, I'll, "I mean, it's not gonna pass out. I mean, I'm tired. But it's not gonna be good." So I. I brought the armchair, which is the widest armchair. Yeah, in the I didn't world. realize how wide it's a wide Louis that was. The, if you, it's a Louis the Sixteenth. So for those of you who know, <laughs> I mean, am I right? You know, uh, but it was so hard, like trying to turn around. I couldn't see. Was banging into stuff, and I said, "This is what's going to wake me up." Yeah, this was the was the pick me up. Part of was the having plan. to pick it up. I didn't realize how wide it is till I saw you. Trying to shimmy through that little Yeah, I was like, because you got to like turn a corner. He had a coat rack falling yeah, on Yeah, there was a coat rack falling on my back. <laughs> Try not to scratch anything. But you really made good. it. And I did, and then we got this little setup it's here. It's so picturesque. Yeah. Kind we of. Should, I mean, there's no sheets on the bed. We should have a, we should do, have the video going, the camera. Oh, yeah. To it do would the be video, so lovely. The podcast, the People video could guest, watch us drink our smoothies, and we really need a fireplace behind us. Cackling. You do all that. Not a cackling fire. You do that. <laughs> it is almost October. Crackling. <laughs> cackling fire. I was like, that didn't sound it right. With a witch's cauldron. <laughs> uh, no, you do all that with green screen now. So we just put oh, a green sheet behind that's us. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. We could build like our own Sims house from which to vlog. Our own Sims house? Mm-hmm. We could make our own Sims characters and have those two characters sit at a table together. That would be so funny. And then... And when you made me mad, I'd shake my fist toward heaven. And like then at the, the end Sims. of every episode, we'll, we can random, kill them in the most random of ways. Yeah, or like just like lock them into a little room till they pee. Don't they pee on themselves? <laughs> Is that right? Or did I make that up? <laughs> Right in the middle of the drink. I caught a mid-drink. Yeah, it just, she just looked at me square in the and said, don't they pee on themselves? I was like, well, yes, they do. They do pee on themselves. If you don't take them to the bathroom, they pee on themselves. Do they still do that? That's I haven't a, played it's Sims been a since decade. Like 2001. Maybe two decades since we played. Maybe, who knows what Sims is like now. Who knows? Anyway, that would be kind of fun. That's back in the white cisgender Sims. Oh, man. Those were the good old days. We didn't even know it. So I listened back to the last podcast and I breathe a lot right now. You sigh a lot. I, I mm-hmm. sighed like every 10 seconds. But it wasn't like weary sighing. It was just trying to breathe. <laughs> so forgive me. Oh, so at least it didn't sound like like this lady is not happy to be here. Well, I don't know. That's why I Maybe wanted to did. explain. Everyone's been kind of worried. I got some emails. It's about... just that I've got it. This person in my midsection, a whole human, and it's kind of hard to breathe. So, oh. well, you're doing great, though. Thanks. 
right. So what do you want to talk about tonight? Oh, goodness. Well, God. All right, folks, that's all we've got. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> we could talk about the thing we've been talking about a lot. We've been talking about a lot of things, but what things in particular? Well, we've been going through... Oh, you want to hear, you want to, yeah, okay, you want to hear my weird story? Because they don't know about it. What? So, I'm preaching on Satan. Yes. Satan. And getting ready for the sermon coming up on Sunday about Satan. (laughs) He who cannot be named. The devil. Belial. Beelzebub. I don't even like talking. So, anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. So, my mind is very satanic at that moment. I mean, you know what I mean. And, it, like, I'm thinking <laughs> Satan thoughts. But, but <laughs> there's just no way to say it. I'm trying to contemplate. You're thinking Satan word. Yes. No. You're stepping Satan word. Yeah. Instead of. So, my mind's just wrapping around all that and, like, applications of the text. And, and we were really talking about Satan's use of temptations. Because we're in Deliver Us From Evil in, our, in the Lord's Prayer. So... Uh, we're talking about deliverance from the evil one, which is how you could, one way you could translate that last phrase. Uh, and so I'm just kind of doing that nice, go outside to let the dog in the front. And, uh, and as I'm walking to the porch or down the porch, <clears throat> I just see the cats in a circle. <laughs> which uh, is so bad that we is, have enough cats. We have enough cats to form to a circle. A circle. <laughs> yeah. We should only, it should only be one cat that can like you curl up in a ball. No one should have enough cats to make a circle. If you have enough cats to make I a circle, object. <laughs> you have, you've done something wrong. Uh, but they were there and they were obviously looking at something and I didn't think anything about it other than, I wonder what that is. So I pulled out my phone and turned the little phone light on, mm-hmm. flashlight on my phone. A rattlesnake mm. right there. Like right next to our porch, like yeah. curled up against our front steps. Yeah, uh, it was where our children play. Creepy, and man, they look wicked. Golly, do they look wicked? They so are. I was. It's a real deal. It was the serpent. Yep, the serpent with, and not just any serpent. The like a poisonous, the pygmy rattlesnake. Yes, serpent. yeah, yeah, and a big one too. It was a big one. It wasn't very pygmy. So anyway, I thought that I was like, that's. That's weird. That was weird. That's weird timing. Because I've never, I mean, I've seen one other rattlesnake before in the 14 years we've been living here. Yeah. And. Where was it? It was on the other side of the porch. Same. So, Pygmy rattlesnake, but on the other side of the porch. On the porch, other side other of steps. the sidewalk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should. I almost punched that one today. We should look into that. <laughs> that area. Like, What's why? going on with that porch? <laughs> well, I understood the last one. This one was really weird. This one was really weird mm-hmm. because he made it through the yard. The chickens had been out. The cats had been out. The yard was mowed. The yard was mowed. The grass was real short. We have a lot We've of been out there all activity. day, mm-hmm. all day. And then we had just closed everything down, finished Sabbath yeah. stuff. We And <clears throat> rattlesnake right yep. there. Surprise. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was weird. Creepy. Then the church stereo or computer shut down on you. That's same yes. night. Yes. So then, after I took care of the rattlesnake, I went to church to put the 
songs and stuff in. It was, it was like 11. Yeah. Uh, so it was later than I normally do. Uh, and the computer, like, <laughs> would not turn on. <laughs> would not. Totally dead. Totally. Can't upload the notes, the PowerPoint, any of that. Just, no, dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, would not boot. Mm-hmm. Not couldn't get power to it. Would not boot. So, I was like, well, rats. <laughs> so, anyway, it made for a really interesting it night. It was. It was kind it of was an a, eerie night. It was a great, weird night. Like, <laughs> but hey. then Sunday dawned and the computer worked. Yeah, then the Lord's Day came <laughs> and the computer turned right on. I mean, I was down there for a goodly amount of time. Yeah. And I mean, YouTubing it. Messaging my computer friends, mm-hmm. my computer geeky friends, because mm-hmm. I know things, but I don't know about. I mean, yeah. I, I'm I could I could move the BIOS around, make sure everything was booting right, but then it just wouldn't boot, and I was like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah, and yeah, so got some more advice like over the night. And I thought when I get at church in the morning, I'll try some stuff. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. We we changed all the music. Where it was just hymns, you know, we couldn't do any psalms or anything like that because we didn't have any of those printed out. Mm-hmm. And uh, get there the next morning, and it's just on. Yep, just working, working fine. So that was weird. All the snakes were dead. Snakes were dead. Computers working. The, it weirded the kids out because when the snake was dead, when I first brought the kids out, and I showed them the snake, and then I killed the snake. <laughs> Gideon was there. I had cut its head <clears throat> off. And its body was still moving. Oh, yeah. And its head was separated. And its head was still going, bah, 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 bah. I mean, it's all, sim- yeah. it is all yeah. so symbolic. It's so crazy. And so creepy. Yeah. Well, we didn't tell him about the, we didn't tell him about the, what almost happened to Chloe last week. What? With your mom. <laughs> we didn't. Uh-uh. Chloe the cat? Chloe, our inside cat. The inside that cat. That was not a part of the circle. It was not a part of the cat circle. We have enough We have enough <laughs> cats to form a circle with a remainder. <laughs> There's remainders. There's one over. watching the circle from yeah, the window. Yeah. Chloe last week <laughs> got in the interesting habit of wanting to get in our dryer. Yeah, which is annoying because that's where clean clothes it's, are. You put clean clothes. Get, get in the washer all you want, cat. Yeah, she just likes to troll Sit me. Sit in the washer She's all you want. a trolling cat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she'd never done that before. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I like it in here. And... And you were like, should we get her out? And I was like, what if one of the kids... What if one of the kids like shuts the door and turns like right. no one's gonna do that? <laughs> it's like come on, it's you can see her. She's a big old cat. She's just sitting there. It's like she's hiding in the back. It's like it's the first thing you see when you look at the dryer is this giant cat <laughs> sitting in the dryer. So anyway, well, I don't know how much later it was, but all of a sudden later that afternoon, I just hear Papa, Papa. Grandmother put Chloe in the dryer and turned it on. She shut it. And she would shut it with a child in there. If you could shut it with a cat in there, I used to be like, who cares if the kids play in the dryer? No one's going to turn Miss Nancy would turn it on. She would. No, I'm going to keep the kids out of the dryer. It used to be like, hey, it's funny. No, I, nothing's I ever going to happen. You, you should worry. Yeah, yeah. I, I obviously, I'm always like, no, that's a ridiculous worry. Now, the whole gamut of worries have opened up. 
Yes. <laughs> like, what else was not impossible to have happen? Oh, golly. What shit that cat must have gone through for the first... And amazing. She went, like, four times, right? Yeah, four thumps. But what's amazing is that she even... You know, she sometimes aren't... She said for a second she thought we had shoes in there. Yeah, and she could have just thought, oh, they're drying shoes. I will leave the shoes drying. But thank God she thought, I'm going to make sure. Or I need to check on the shoes. I don't know what made her open open it. Those those towels would have never been the same. No, neither would our household. We would probably had to have moved. That would be traumatic. (laughs) Can you imagine? No, because Chloe is... Much beloved. Oh, golly. I mean, and just the horror of it all. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. We would have to just use the clothesline for the rest of time. That's cringy, man. Yeah, she opened the door and she said, Chloe shot out of there and she has not gotten back in, so. Well, yeah. I'm kind of glad. (laughs) I'm kind of glad it happened. I once had a crab pinch my toe and I haven't gotten back in the ocean since (laughs) then. I was like 30 years ago. Yeah, so... Thank you, Mom. Yeah. Lesson learned. (laughs) No, we've been we've been reading through the book of Exodus, and I think I think that's a good it's a good thing to talk about because Mm. uh, one, it's the book of Exodus. Yeah. But uh, there are sections in there about you know uh, really the Passover is what kind of motivated your thoughts, right? Right. Right. And got you to. Yeah, because it's asking really the, me what what's going on the there. The prelude to all of the law, right? It's when you start to see some of these these things mm-hmm. that God lays out for His people, and just um, anecdotally, like there have been times in my life where people people mocking God, the the God of the Old Testament, <laughs> um, and. Almost as if he's petty in the rules he made. Mm. And they they nitpick these certain passages. And um, if you're not well versed in the word, you can start to feel a little, like, embarrassed. Mm. You know what I mean? By some of the laws? Yeah. And, like, well, you know, I think a lot of people would rather skim over those parts. Mm. <laughs> but... So so go ahead with with what we've we've been talking about. Yeah, so you get to you get to the Passover and really the question was about unleavened bread. Yeah, that's what started. Yeah, it started the, like and if anyone has leaven in their home during the Passover, they're to, you cut them off. Mhm. And the you know, the question people were asking was that seems a little harsh. You know, like they got leaven in their home, they just they get cut off mm-hmm. and just pointing out, I mean, realize the person who's bringing leaven, it, it, leaven doesn't happen in your home by accident. Right. <laughs> like, you yeah, get at someone. The surface level, yeah, at the surface level. It's, oh, it's no. Like, you're like, oh, you, I found leaven. Yeah. No, I didn't know. And now you're cut off. I didn't know. Now, you're out of here, buddy. Yeah, you, know? you can. And you can read that and be like, golly. That seems awfully harsh. Seems like a really harsh. Wow. Over the line. Of- doesn't seem like. Doesn't it doesn't seem proportional, like eye for an eye sort of stuff? Yeah. We we talked about in the foundry in our government class the importance of proportionality. Like that doesn't seem proportional. But if you realize mm-hmm. that someone who has leaven in their home has brought leaven into their home, right? During this time period, th- and that's what I told. I said, you're cutting them off, but mm-hmm. they've already cut themselves off. Mm-hmm. 
They, they by bringing in leaven, have said, I don't want a part of this Passover. Yeah. I might I might want identity with the people of God, right. but I don't want... I, I I'm, really I'm cut, want this like, leaven. To, everyone knew that leaven was, was not... And it's not like unleavened bread is nasty. Right. It's not like you have to eat poop bread. <laughs> right. You know, unleavened bread is still good. Yeah. People still eat matzah. Hey, it, the, the Hebrew word is matzah. People like matzah. Right. Yeah. We, we like, we like, like, that's one of the problems when we do the Lord's Supper. We do unleavened bread with the Lord's Supper. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's good. Like you, you go, you go. That's you just like, like, like nacho, nacho libre. libre. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought as soon as I said it. You sound like it's good. But uh, so, so I mean, it's not like some horrible thing. That you're like, oh god, this makes me sick, and so I've got to, right. I've got to have leaven. This is a horrible experience for these seven days. No, it's just so to bring the leaven in was. Already cutting off yourself. It was right. already saying, "I want nothing to do." And yeah. a lot of those, a, a lot of those laws like that, that, that result in someone being cut off from the people. Mm-hmm. That person has already cut themselves mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. by uh, mm-hmm. by their actions. Yeah, and it. I think then last week, what was it that we talked about? It was the same kind of concept about um, people who wanted to to join. Yeah, it was, was it not being circumcised. It was yeah. so they can't, you couldn't do the Passover if you weren't willing to be circumcised. Mm-hmm. You know, it said, don't let any foreigner, don't mm-hmm. let any, you know, it, it said foreigner several times and stranger mm-hmm. in the ESV, but they're really three different Hebrew words for someone who's not mm-hmm. a native mm-hmm. uh, Israelite. And if they refuse to get circumcised, they can't keep the Passover. And it's right. like, well, why can't they keep the Passover? And I right. said, the real question is, why don't they want to get circumcised? Right. If you want why do they, to be Yeah, why do they want the blessing of the Passover but not the identity of the people? Right. And that's the that's the that's that's why it's not crazy for yeah. God to say, Look, if you if you don't want to to show your allegiance to me in the flesh, mm-hmm. like you you can't come and take part in this feast. Because mm-hmm. it was it was a time it was a feasting. It was a well, celebration. He was saving it was a, them too. He was saving them from Egypt. Like this is a great kindness he's doing. You know, mm-hmm. a great one of the greatest events in human history. Anyway, I know you're talking about the feast, but yeah, yeah, it just it's like you no, know, you're the petty one. Yeah, it's so petty. God's not petty. Yeah, yeah, you're petty. And it's just it would be like I don't think anybody would say who had done that that if you actually asked them, <clears> you know, oh, you know. Oh, no, I really want. To, I really do want to be a part. Like just, just, just get circumcised. Mm-hmm. Like so, to deny God's law and then want to be a part of it, just it it's doesn't make disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. So it's another example of when you really put yourself in the text and not just read it as like a children's story or like it. It makes sense. Nothing in it when you read it. Yeah, certainly not something to be like. Oh, that seems so harsh. I'm almost embarrassed. Yes. Uh, you know, by this. Yeah, and that's why reading the word consistently gives you so much more confidence in your faith. Well, because you know who mm-hmm. your father is. And that's one thing I was thinking about. Like, these people who do mock, like, the Old Testament. They That's not their father. God's not their father. And... They don't know him. They don't know who he is. They don't. 
Well, they're I mean, misrepresenting Proverbs him. tells us they have no idea what justice even is. That's right. what makes it so funny. Mm-hmm. They don't, but the righteous know it all together. But, but so like the wicked, they've got no concept of justice. So, so, so when they come in and they go, oh, I don't see how this is just, I always just go, you don't even know what justice is. Right. And I try to do it in a way that's like, not like just totally put out. Yeah. But part of me's put out because Romans 1 tells me that, you know, why they are where they are in mm-hmm. terms of knowledge and rejection of God. Mm-hmm. And so then I know because of that, now they don't even know what justice is. So they've put themselves in a situation where they've exchanged the truth for the lie. And now they're coming in wondering what, you know, the standard for truth is. And it's mm-hmm. like, you've already denied the standard mm-hmm. for truth. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to come in saying there is no truth. Or saying this doesn't seem just. I'm like you don't you don't know what justice mm-hmm. is. You don't even know justice. So right. even if I were to explain it to you, you're still not going to get it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to grasp it because the most fundamental mm-hmm. basic truth of human existence you are denying. Mm-hmm. You know, which is the standard bearer. You know, this the standard himself. I mean, you're you're already rejecting that. So yeah. uh, the idea that you're going to look at God's justice and be okay with that, you're already not okay with God. You're already rejecting right. him. Like, like the idea that you're gonna be that you're gonna love his justice. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, who are we kidding? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's ludicrous to ever be intimidated by by God haters. Like, it just shouldn't be. Yeah, don't and be intimidated. But that should be that <laughs> should be the the lesson for the day. <laughs> don't be intimidated by God haters. <laughs> no, no. Did you did you tell them? So we're doing Exodus. Exodus has some interesting. Uh, did I tell who the, the interesting people? Bible facts? Yeah. Like, did I just get on here by myself and make a podcast? I don't know. Did you? No. I don't know what you do in your spare time. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if you went to check, like, to we go have, like upload something? Thirty more episodes. <laughs> I mean, you're on your phone. What would I say? Just... Would I just monologue? No. I, interesting Bible facts. From the book of Exodus. Because okay. everyone likes a little interesting Bible truth. Sure. The, Lay it on us. Well, the, the first person <laughs> to ever confess their sin. Like, I have sinned. I know. Who? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Boom. Who was the first person to ask someone to pray for them? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. <laughs> it's really... It, it, yeah. But it's, use, it's useful. Mm. Because... You know, if you look at Pharaoh's first person to openly confess, I have sinned against the Lord God. First person in Bible to do that. First person to say, please pray to God for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, and I think it, it matches up with the bare fruit in keeping with repentance. Yeah. You know, that's what, because you could look at that and you could say all sorts of, well, I wonder if he really, but, you know, you can't just say, look, he he prayed he asked him to pray uh, to pray to God for him, so he must right. have really believed, or he, you know, you know, did this or that. Mm-hmm. Really, he didn't. He didn't bear the fruit that that, that shows that the repentance is right. is real. So that's helpful because we will run across people like that. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Um. Another thing that can I. Say another thing, or do you have another trivia? No, that was my. That was that's a trivia. really good. That one. was. I think that's really interesting. It is because it's Pharaoh. Really surprised by that. For, for both of them to be Pharaoh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that that kind of has shot off of that concept we were just talking about is that the it helps me to 
view kind of what we're facing in society today. Like talking about the people who might have wanted to be with the Israelites, but not be circumcised and, and like accept parts of, accept the, I don't know, like the benefits. Yeah, being on the side who the Lord is driving out the other side. Yes, yeah. but not submitting fully. I mean, that is all around us right now. You see so many people who still want to attach their identity to Jesus. I'm thinking of like Jen Hatmaker, um, especially like that that vein of people that they have not denied Christ with their words. They still pledge allegiance to him. They still love him, they say. But they have rejected his law. His law. And, that, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a common, that's been a problem again since the book of Exodus. Because right. right at the end of the passage that we just looked at, where it does talk about, hey, they've got to be circumcised. He says, because there's going to be one law for the native and mm-hmm. one law and, and for the sojourner mm-hmm. among you. So you, you don't get two separate laws here. Right. There's one law mm-hmm. for everybody. Uh, and yeah, so when they and the it is if you're rejecting the law, you're really rejecting him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the verse that keeps being in my head this week is, "If you really knew me, you would know my father." Mm-hmm. And they really don't want anything to do with God the Father, as He's revealed yeah. in Scripture. Yeah. And you can't do that. So it just helps you again to find your footing. Not just as you read the word, but in society and and with all of these voices and people who are like talking like Christians, but then they say other things that are like, what? You know, it really helps you to to have a good lens on how to navigate all of that. And it really helps you understand what's going on in your heart. And I know people, people hate that. People hate when you say, this is what's really going on mm-hmm. uh, with you. They, they you know, they really hated it, the abortion mill, because they would say it was mansplaining to them. Yeah. Uh, and what was my comeback? No, I'm son of mansplaining. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I did that one time, and Tammy went, oh, <laughs> that was good. Did you record that? It's really funny. It's like, no. But it made, it made him walk away. It's like, I'm not mansplaining. I'm son of mansplaining. <laughs> Because you're you're able to, I mean, the Bible tells us, look, if these things are going on and someone's, you know, rejecting the law, they're ultimately rejecting, uh, rejecting me, and so, you know, then you 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 treat them with that sort of mm-hmm. uh, uh, mindset. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they just try to they try to have Jesus, but then to explain away the most basic parts of creation. That mm-hmm. God made man and woman. Yeah. And it, you can just see it all. <laughs> it all deteriorates. Like the foundation mm-hmm. all deteriorates except in name only. Yeah. Like all of the. It like. It's all just wood, hay, and stubble. It's all yeah. just. So don't be fooled. Yeah. Because they. And they'll say that you're the one that doesn't know God. Right. Because I know God and he would be like this. Yeah. And it's like you can't say yeah. you know God when except. And how he reveals himself. And it's the same thing that, that we read about. They have cut themselves off. Well, what does, what does John say in First John? If, if you say you know me, you'll keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so anyone, anyone who doesn't do that does not, does not know the Father. Yeah. So if, 
if you, if you if you've come to know him, you keep his commandments. So if you're like shucking the commandments, you must not know him mm-hmm. because you can't you can't separate the two, and you can't say, "Oh, I really know how God is, and He's not like His commandments. Mm-hmm. He's not like these laws." Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think you know God, but He's not not the God of the Bible. I mean, it's just your your God. You've just broken the first commandment. Is mm-hmm. the problem? That's your that's your problem. You're breaking the first commandment. Is that you've created a different God in, mm-hmm. in your image? Yeah, but you're still trying to give him the name. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're you, God reveals himself through his word. You're shucking the word, or at least some of the word, mm-hmm. which means you're at least shucking some of of who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's a to hear Chloe. Yeah, she's really oh, nice yeah. to read in here. So the other thing then that has kind of been on our minds, like taking what we were just talking about, knowing the law, knowing who God is, God the Father, like what he's revealed himself to be in scripture. Like what is our job then in our kingdom outpost as far as mirroring that his laws are good? Yeah, I, I think that's that's really important as as, as parents um, to to recognize two things. One, that you are your job is to mirror the the father, mm-hmm. right? To mirror his oversight of his children, mm-hmm. and so the way he treats his children is how you're going to treat yours, and you want your children to respond to you or be trained to respond to you the way they're going to respond to their right. uh, heavenly father. So keeping that, uh, uh, you know, sort of, sort of going. But also teaching that the law is is good, uh, and teaching your children in a way that uh, that will will show them your, your your own rejoicing in the law, mm-hmm. uh, but then will make the law something that they'll they'll cherish, not right. see as a burden. And I'll I'll be honest, like going into parenting. I didn't really understand this. Like mm-hmm. that that's what you just, a lot of times I'm just trying to survive, trying to, you know, get through the yeah. day without, you know, mm-hmm. it falling apart. Um, but this, what you're explaining is so much more purposeful, you know, so like practically how, as a father, how are you seeing this? kind of develop in your own life well i mean uh, so so one of the ways that uh that i've learned just even through government class i think it was in government class that we were Mm -hmm. really really talking about this uh is the 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 purpose of government is to be uh, a terror to the wicked Mm -hmm. but also to be Mm -hmm. someone that praises the good and I think in parenting, we tend to to only think about how can I be, how what's the right way to be a terror to the wicked, <laughs> you yeah. know? We don't, and, and so we're always thinking about punishment things, and we're always thinking about what's the right, what's the right way to punish in this, or the right way to, how can I stay on top of my kids and discipline them in that mm-hmm. way? Mm-hmm. But we very rarely are trained to how to discern good in our kids mm. and how to reward it. Mm. We do a lot of talk about different levels of punishment and how to punish when to spank, mm. not spank, mm. when to 
But we don't talk about when to reward, not reward, right. when to, like, there's not a level of, you know, uh, there's just not a lot of talk amongst uh, the Christian world when you're preparing for parenting on how to encourage the good hmm. in your children. Yeah. But yet, uh, any level of government is meant to do that, is supposed right. to do and, that. I mean, we, I think, because we are pe- human. We are. And we deal with our flesh as parents. Like, it's so much easier to... It's it's like you're when you're provoked is when you're really thinking about parenting. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah, you're, that's when you're yeah, yeah when you're when, when you're, you're not, fired you're up, just mm-hmm. like happy. It's quiet and ooh, I can I can read for a minute. Yeah, there's you know what piece, I mean. You're not as, on the ball, so 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 that aspect wanting to be someone. Who, because God's laws are good, yeah. I need to reward my kids when they keep them. Mm-hmm. When they do the good, mm-hmm. there's blessing. And it's just all good. It's the same thing that the Lord did. Right. When you go back all the way to Deuteronomy, here's the blessings for obedience and the curses for disobedience. Well, as Christians, as parents, if we want our kids to love the law, then the Lord, when he taught his children to love the law, talked about all the blessings that would great blessings that would come. And I think a lot of times as Christian parents, we're hmm. reticent to bless obedience. We are. We don't want to spoil. Yes. Or we don't want them to think that they're Christians by blessing <laughs> yeah, their obedience. No. Yeah, yeah. Like heaven forbid. that If I tell them good job, they might think they're saved. Uh, and then it's going to lead to a whole and life. And they're going to want to get but, baptized. But what about if you punish them and they think, you know, then they're going to want to get baptized. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. Now we can. Then yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I think... I, I think one of one of the areas that there's just a, a dearth of uh, of discussion for Christian parents is how to bless obedience in the mm. kids. There's just not a lot of intricate detailed talk about it in the way there is in this mm. is how you punish. This is you, right. you reply to you reply to a sin with scripture or whatever, mm-hmm. and this is how you get a, this is how you lead to confession of the sin. I mean, there's really detailed mm-hmm. in the how to be a terror to the bad. Hmm. You know, yeah. when to spank, how old are, how old's too old to spank? Right. How many? You know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of talk mm-hmm. of the other side of the coin that is just as important. Which is how do you reward the good? Because otherwise, the only interaction they have with the law is when they disobey it, and then they associate that. They associate the law, the law with discipline, and you have to, and then, and then, and then punishment, Mm -hmm. and and then that because you're mirroring just half of who God is when you do that. So this is why it's important for us to understand that we're mirroring God to our children. When that's all they see, Mm -hmm. they're naturally going to be led to see God as just that aspect of parenting. I've been thinking more and more. That so many kids who grow up and leave the church, and so many people who are what's the word deconstructing? Yeah, deconstructing their thing. faith or whatever. Yeah. I just think they they haven't they don't know who God is because they yeah. they got a, a distorted picture of it. Yeah, it's I mean that that's that well, either because be the they yeah. weren't in the home at all, like mm. they were, you know, at. They just were never home. They weren't. They were home. never with their father. Yeah, and even at church, they weren't with their father. Mm-hmm. They were shuttled off to different mm-hmm. groups and fathered by other people, and mm-hmm. really like mothered mostly. Because if you if you go to school all day, it's mostly women, and then 
I, but I'm getting off on a tangent. <laughs> you're, you're not much of a tangent when it's like spot on for why we are where we are. Yeah. So that's, that's really, I mean, you're making me think about it. Some things that I need to work on. So how like practically then are you... I think I think we're eagle-eyed toward wickedness mm-hmm. and not eagle-eyed toward good. Oh, I know this is true. So I'm if convicted. we sense even an ounce of something is amiss, oh, you're making me sweaty. Oh, so <laughs> we will we will <laughs> circle around it. But our kids can do a hundred good things, and it's like we don't even notice. Oh, stop! And we and we certainly don't praise them <laughs> yes. when we should be. Pra- I mean, if they step out of line and don't look us in the eye when they say something, we'll say, "Hey, look me in the eye." Yeah, you know. And then, but but if they're if they're doing good, we just go. That's how it should be. Yeah. That's how it should be. Or again, we just we're we're just happy they're being quiet. Yeah. yeah. So we're not even noticing. Yeah. And, and we're we're doing bad governance when yes. we do that. We're painting a bad picture of the Lord who rewards us when we do good and we would if the Lord never recognized our good and never how would we we would be like uh uh, uh. <laughs> uh and and yet that's what we do because we've gotten so used to just the negative. So so we're the ones who are guilty of painting that the law is bad mm-hmm. because of how we react right. to, to it. Yeah, we don't ever bring up the blessing aspect. So, so trying to be more aware of it, and not just being aware of it, but trying to reward it, because because that's what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to we're supposed to be a praise to the. We're supposed to praise the good, right? And 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 so proper adjudication mm-hmm. is rewarding it. Yeah, is and, is both punishing. So it, it's funny. I said when we when we've been going through this in the foundry, I said normally when we just think of judges, we just think judges just deal with criminals and punishment. But proper adjudication in scripture is knowing when someone's at right and rewarding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's going to be it's going to be hard if we have. A, I mean, I think you can think of thirteen different levels of, of punishment that you could do. Mm-hmm. It'd be really say, give me give me levels of punishment like. You know, time out to, you know, taking away this, to, to spanking, to whatever. But if I were to tell you, tell me 13 levels of reward, we'd be like, uh, I don't know, I, I give job, them money, buddy. here's a dollar, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So we have to be more uh, proactive in thinking of ways to bless our children for their obedience mm-hmm. to God's word. And again, that's not, you're not in any way going to make them think that they're believers because they, you know, or you're not going to give them some undue Yeah, or certainty. they think that this is how you earn favor well, one with thing, God. One thing, yes, that you're not going to make them think this is how they earn favor with God. Right. You, if they're obeying God's word, maybe you should think they're believers because the Bible does say, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And if they're keeping his commandments, maybe for a chance they do love him. Uh, but anyway, that's an aside. Uh, the, the... You've got to start disciplining them because, again, it's funny. We don't go, I don't want to discipline them because God says he only disciplines his children. (laughs) So if I discipline them, they're going to think they're God's children. (laughs) So that's where I always like to get people caught in that trap. Anyway, uh, but but just just as we did. so, So start thinking of ways you can reward your children. And that, that's going to take real effort, even more effort than punishing, mm-hmm. because reward is very child-specific. 
Yeah. Punishment can be very much, in some ways, yeah, uh, very much an umbrella sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But to bless them is going to be very specific to that child, mm. which is going to take even more parenting. Like on you're going to have to know that. So them. yeah, yeah. So so it's actually, I think again, it can go back to just being lazy as as parents. Uh, but if you want to start doing this, just start thinking of. Already, how would I bless each other? The same thing you do if you're going to discipline well. If you're going to discipline well, you're not coming up with the discipline like on the spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do uh, this. Mm-hmm. Normally, if you do that, you've lost self-control or you're, you're, you're not being you know super wise. You're just mm-hmm. throwing the first thing out that comes to your mouth. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then after you say it, you're like, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> this is going to be a thing. Right. I'm, never, I'm not afraid to walk that back. Um, and be like, look, I overreacted. Mm-hmm. And I got mad after telling you not to get mad or whatever. And I lost self-control. You lost self-control. So let's sit down and work this out. You still <laughs> right. disobeyed in this way. Now right. we've got to deal with it. Uh, but I'm not going to throw your PlayStation out the window. Yes, yes. I will put it back together. <laughs> um, but to in the other side, you've got to be ready for rewards that really mean something. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just because it needs to be very child specific, but because you want them to see you're not just being tokenish. Mm-hmm. That you really are proud mm-hmm. of what they're doing. And you know, and if you're just you giving, a, if you're just giving a quarter mm-hmm. or a dollar to everyone who does, what, but if you're looking at them and saying, "Hey, I saw what you did. That was really good, and I want to bless you in this way," because that's what God does for us. His blessings to us when we obey are very specific to us. He doesn't just bless us with some uh, panacea. I mean, he he genuinely blesses our specific life. And so when we're parenting our children, we've got to mirror that tender, personal, loving blessing that God gives to us. Now you're making me emotional. It's probably the... It's probably the peach smoothie. <laughs> My eyes are watering. That's but it, really it should because it's so... I mean, if you think about it, it is so a part of parenting that can be such a joy to them. And you, our Father rejoices in blessing us. Mm. He sell, And so if, if your parenting has felt dry, mm. if it has felt sandpapery, it's because you've missed out on the rich, joyous bounty between both the giver and the receiver, mm-hmm. you know. And so we we aren't getting to be that picture of our heavenly Father, and so we're starved mm-hmm. for that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it, it, when you start doing this, I mean, it's it just it really opens up mm-hmm. joy and and just a deeper love mm-hmm. for. Uh, for your children. And for your father. Like, and for our It father. helps you yeah. to know yeah. him better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even even as we were talking about it, right? Like, why why does it make you emotional? Because you're thinking, you're not just doing this to do this. You're doing yeah. this because this is what your father does and for you. I think the, the thing that kills me is just realizing how often we get so just caught up in stupid things like, the house being clean and like that mm. is our purpose in life and that is not we've lost the plot mm-hmm. if if we are like in a just frenzy 
trying to get this room clean and and in the meantime just trampling over the people mm-hmm. we've totally lost the plot yeah yeah it would be like if if God were bringing his children to the promised land <laughs> and and then just like what are you people doing here mm-hmm. getting in the way of my promised land <laughs> it's so you know, shameful it's like, yeah Oh man. Yeah. It's like the 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 promised land is for them, not for him. Mm-hmm. It's all already his. Right. It's all already his. Yeah. Uh but Oh, I I think sometimes as mothers I think God would say to us like how dare you? Well, I mean, if you think you know? of, Yeah, if you think about it, this isn't your house. Yeah, the, the the house is not here for you to live in. The house is here for you to raise multiple image bearers of God in. Mm-hmm. He's giving you eternal souls and giving you a house to have all these eternal souls. Mm-hmm. Your job is to raise them up mm-hmm. in that fear and admonition of him. Mhm. Uh, and treat them as precious, like those are his people. And instead, we 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 treat them as if they're in the way of us getting to live in our little Barbie dream house. Ugh. It's just horrifying. When the dirty, the dirty, the dirty floors and the yeah, of course we want to clean and we want them to right. be responsible. And we're not saying any of that. No. But if you miss, like you said, if you miss the plot, mm-hmm. um, if you miss that. In order to live, you you make men of men of dirt are a dusty people, right? <laughs> totally. Uh, and so we were made from dirt. We returned to dirt. In the middle of it, there's going to be dirt. Uh, so I mean, we're the idea that in the beginning we're dirt and in the end we're dirt, but in the middle we're going <laughs> to be clean. You cross yeah. this threshold, yeah, yeah, no yeah. Dirt. You man of dirt. Uh, no longer. You become dirtless. Yeah. So, but again, it it just comes back to, to keeping that picture of mirroring God to them and his use of his world Mm -hmm. for our good. Mm -hmm. Cause I hate to say, I think dirtying up a lot of his, if you ask, if you ask creation in Romans 13, (laughs) who's dirtying this place up? It's us. Yeah. Uh, and yet he uses all of this creation uh, and blesses us in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so then to mirror that, this is our house, yes. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice if it were always clean and we could sit and just look at its majesty. <laughs> but uh, that's not what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are here to bless them with what is ours. Yeah. Uh, and as they dirty up what is ours... To clean it and redeem them at the same time. Right. Yeah. And that, just as an aside, this is something that it, it took me a while to really land on. I used to just get to points like that. Feel guilty. <laughs> cry. Uh, just loathe the, loathe the humanity of my soul. And, and just pray that I do better. But this is a time when you can actually use strategy. Like, get a robot vacuum. If, if there are things like, like that are leading to temptation in the, the housekeeping part, try to tackle it in a way that will make it easier for you to 
Yeah. Welcome you, your children. If you take if you take some time to sacrifice both mentally and even financially if need be. Yes. If you have to drop a couple hundred dollars to Which is probably just, you know, a few months of Netflix or trimming down the amount of data on your phone. Yeah. You know, something Or like sell that. a fancy coat you have in your closet. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So you could probably sell a spare cell, a spare cell phone. Right. I'm amazed how many people have spare. Like, I got like three iPhones at home yeah. because my, my one goes bad. Yeah. Uh, just do do whatever. Because really, if I were to ask you, you know, for, for however much mm-hmm. that would fix this issue, would you do it? You'd say yes. Right. You know, right. So this... Uh, just do that. Just yeah, that's totally an aside, but um, th- there are God gives you a brain to you can you can work these things out without it just being a spiritual. Yeah, well, I mean, because it is. Uh, w- yeah, all the spiritual is the only way I can. Right, I, can I just deal have, with to this. I have to struggle through this yeah. until I'm okay with it. I mean, you can you you can sit down and you know just like any spiritual battle, if you're looking at it and say. Where do my struggles come with my kids? It comes here in this moment. Mm-hmm. This is when I get upset. This is the what it happens in the environment that gets me, you know, there's footprints, there's footprints or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to sweep again. I've got to sweep again. Mm-hmm. What do you know? I have to sweep again. And it's hard for me to bend over or whatever. <laughs> like if, if that's what it is, then you can go, you know, what can, you know, what can help me in that battle is, you know, the robot vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, there, there's a there's a hundred things to make sure you don't keep losing that battle. Right. Beyond just I'm just gonna have to I'm just gonna have to grit my teeth again. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's not the best way to fight a war. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Is just to slam your head against the same wall until it doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. And this is something you're really good at is bring the kids in on the discussion. Like bring the family in. Like how can we how can we do this better? Yeah. And Treat be in fellowship, like yeah, and yeah. they because if you if you don't if you don't bring them in, one, mm-hmm. it demeans them, and they don't feel like they're a part of the doing. It's just they're they are just little automatons sweeping your floors. Mm-hmm. And but if you're like, look, we're in this house together. Mm-hmm. We've got this is what's going on. This is what's making it tough. It's it's it also teaches them how to confess sin, how to talk about their struggles. Mm-hmm. It really frustrates me. I'm really frustrated right now, and so. I'm trying to figure out the best way to keep from me sinning this way. And they're like, the, the way to keep dad from, you know, but it's good for them dad to hear. Sin? Like what? Uh, <laughs> it's good for them to hear that. It puts them on an equal, you're image bearers of God. I'm image, an image bearer of God. Uh, that equal playing field. We're, we're, we're all trying to glorify God together in this house. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just in this house messing up mom and papa's perfect house. Mm-hmm. We're in here together. God has put our souls in here together to make this to 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 run this outpost, mm-hmm. and we want it to be an outpost for His glory. Here's something that's been getting in the way of that frustrating whomever, and we just want to figure out how can we how can mm-hmm. we deal with it. Do you need to confess? Okay, you're right, Mom. I just don't notice that mm-hmm. the floors need to be swept, or mm-hmm. I I'm I'm really quick to just knock something off the table and just yeah. walk away without, <clears throat> or walk past something on the floor mm-hmm. without stopping and going. I could pick that up in five Ritz seconds. Ritz crackers on the road. Yeah, walk around eating Ritz crackers. I've ever <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get them involved in that in that sort of stuff. Yeah, it, I think it's helpful. And I think I don't know if this is a good time to also mention the not adding to God's 
laws. <laughs> oh, is another. Let's. That's a whole nother. <laughs> we're at. We're at fifty something minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think that'd be a whole nother. Let's talk about that next time. Okay. Let's talk about recognizing the difference between God's laws and your laws. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think you know where I'm going to go with that. Anyway. You're like, I don't know where you're going. <laughs> you have that look on your face like, I don't know where you're going. But anyway, uh, I think that could easily turn into 20 it minutes. It really could. Yeah. I didn't know we were at 50 minutes. Yeah. Your topic was so good. Oh, thank you. It was blowing my oh, mind. Thank you. Was, see, I'm encouraging you. I'm rewarding oh, you. Praising the good. Do you like, um, is your love language <laughs> words of encouragement? No, it's, uh, what is the one? I uh, I know what your love language is. Excuse us for one second. Let's just make it awkwardly quiet for the people listening. <laughs> I'm just staring at her. I'm just staring at her. She can't handle it. She can't handle it, folks. Uh, anyway, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just looking at my notes here going what in the world did we go wrong it was like going so well and then leslie had to just hijack hijack uh any any like superfluous things you want to throw in anything you've enjoyed this week or um have we had any good food uh, Wait at Nola's. That was good. Boudin balls at Nola's. Oh, yeah. That was really good. good. Yeah. Um, I made a baked blueberry oatmeal. Did that you really good. like it? I really liked it. I looked at it today. I don't... It was so good. I don't love pecans. Yeah. I don't like pecan flavor. And this has a lot of pecans. Yeah, it has a lot. It's uh, pecans in but it was and on top in of it. And on top of it. And it was good enough to where I was like... I like this in spite of the pecans. Well, imagine if the pecans were in it. Yeah, it'd be so good. No, it would be lesser. No, it would be greater. Lesser. Greater. Lesser. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the answer Don't you is think it would lose something? Yes, the flavor of pecans. <laughs> That's what it would lose, which is why it would be greater. Oh, I I can't laugh normal. Oh, you're killing me. He gave me this giant smoothie. And now I need to go to the bathroom. And I can't breathe. Oh, man. By the way, I'm like, what, three weeks from the due date? I yeah. could basically go into labor right now. So You're four weeks from the no, due we'll date. No, we'll say three. Okay. Three. Three. And like a couple days. This is Friday, right? Yeah, what's the due date? Well, on a Monday. Normally they give you a date, not a due day. It'll be a Monday. When did you do? It's the a Monday, Monday. Three weeks from Monday. Yeah, you can't do that. It is. What's the day? Last week it was what four weeks day? from Monday. What is the day? Twenty six of. That's not a Monday. The twenty six is not okay, a Monday. Just a second. Let me just pull up my phone here. The twenty six is a Tuesday, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe it's a Monday. No, it's a Monday. Man. Funny. Oh. One. Yeah, three weeks from Monday. So, I mean, yeah, three weeks and one, two. Three and a half weeks. Four weeks minus three days. Three weeks and two days. 
Okay. Oh, my. Three weeks. My blueberry oatmeal is going to have extra pecans. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, I, that's one of the reasons I, I wanted us to, to do this because we could, we could have a little hiatus for a second because with a baby, it's hard to get the. We all were, it's already hard to figure out something <laughs> to distract the six current outside the womb kids. <laughs> So we can talk. Especially the, the little two guys. Yeah, the little two guys are the hardest They're ones something. to do. But. So now we're going to have this little girl. Yes. Uh, and it's it's so fun. It's been so fun to shop for her. Oh. It really has been. I know. Yeah, I'm loving it. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about. What? Shopping. Why? I want like to you want to talk about it right now? No, I want to tack oh. that on to I want to tack that on to mimicking the father in the way we shop for our children. That's a that's a niche one there. It's important. Mm. It's it's needs to be discussed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So stay tuned for that, guys. Man, I, I bet have, they are. I have thoughts for the mothers. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we about run our course. Should have stopped at 50. Yeah. Hey. Oh, and they came in. Jack, you want to say hi? We just talked about you. Say hi to everybody. Hi. Say hi, America. <laughs> All right, everyone. It was good to talk to you. We'll see you again next time. Uh, bye from me, Leslie, and Jack. Say bye, Jack. <laughs> say bye. <laughs> <laughs>